This is the Good Things Guy podcast with myself, Brendan DeCute, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy. I'm on a mission to change what the world pays attention to. I truly believe that there's good news all around us, and I spend my time hunting down and reporting on the best good news stories from South Africa and the world. In the Good Things Guy podcast, you'll meet these everyday heroes and hear their incredible stories. Pride Factor is a life skills academy dedicated to improving the quality of young people's lives by inspiring, guiding, and mentoring them to challenge their assumptions, broaden their aspirations, and develop entrepreneurial thinking. Dean Boerter, the MD and founder of Pride Factor, has joined us again on the Good Things Guy Jackpot to chat about the incredible initiative and everything else he's been currently up to. I say, this is like a coffee place chat. We are in self-isolation, all of us, so we're stuck at home, and we don't have the ability to sit in a coffee shop and overhear how other people are living, and I think that's cool. We want to find out what is happening in lockdown. Dean, welcome back to the Good Things Jackpot. What an introduction. I mean, come on, Brent. If that doesn't kick you out of bed in the morning and get you singing hooray, then I don't know what does. Thank you very much, my friend. How are you? This is why we are here. I'm good. I'm good. I'm obviously... The lockdown has had its ups and downs. We call it the Corona Coaster. And I've been, um, I've been quite vocal about uh, my good days and my bad days because, you know, it's up and down and all over the place. And we're all going through something, I hate the word unprecedented, but it is, and very traumatic. This is an incredibly traumatic time. The loss of normalcy, the loss of loved ones, the loss of money. It's, uh, it's been an interesting, interesting time. But we are not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about you. I want to know, first and foremost, maybe for our listeners that this is the first time that they're tuning in or they might have missed the podcast, I do implore you to go back and um, look for the podcast from the 26th of February where we first caught up with Mr. Pride Factor. But um, for those that are just tuning in, give us a little bit of a lowdown of what Pride Factor is. Okay, well, Pride Factor is a life skills academy, all right? It is a new age finishing school, if you would. It is for that awkward age of teenager, going into adolescent, going into young adults that no one seems to have mastered all that well. It is anything between high school and university and maybe getting that first job or starting that first business. So it is in the, in the marketing world, it is the difficult to reach first time buyers market. But for the young people out there, it's just that transitional, okay, I no longer live at home with my parents anymore. I now need to go into the real world, find my own job, get my own education, make my own food and wash my own clothes. Awkward stage of life. Okay, that that sort of puts it into a nutshell. Everything that you guys offer is digital, right? So have you been affected by lockdown from like a business point of view? Yes, Brent, majorly, mate. So, so as you read out earlier on, we inspire, we guide, and we mentor young people to live their ultimate lives. We say that in that three-phase methodology of inspiring, we run a lot of events. We run the biggest Youth Month Expo events on the planet, basically. Every June, every Youth Month, we've usually got between 75 and 100,000 young people all congregated at Nazareth Expo Center for five days of dialogue, entertainment, fashion shows, soccer, football, test driving, exhibitions, and everything under the sun to do with careers, entrepreneurship, work readiness, et cetera, et cetera. 
so those are our live events. We also run a lot of university roadshows. We do a lot of activations. We do a lot of high school tours and visits. So everything I've just mentioned has not been happening, obviously, since February. The inspiring side of things has kind of fallen away due to obviously all this COVID lockdown. So I think this is this is one of the most interesting things is that I would have boxed you into a space where you are a digital platform. So that would mean that, you know, during lockdown, you would have still been digital. Little did I know that a lot of what you do is live and it's in the space where you're actually yeah. engaging with the youth. Yeah, that's been our, our bread and butter. We started off as an events company to go around to high school six years ago and just go and get kids amped up and on anything. Motivation, just getting them amped up and realizing that the world can be a, a nasty place, but if you're prepared and if you're ready, if you're willing, you know, you can absolutely wax it. So that, that was our bread and butter. Then we started getting into guidance and we designed a bunch of video courses, so video-led courses. Uh, we've had the likes of Khalubi and Boyer Arnold and Candice Modestele and all of them presenting these courses on setting goals, on public speaking. We've got a course called Show Me the Money, which is all about financial literacy. We've got a course on entrepreneurship, et cetera, et cetera. So that's our guidance. What this lockdown has allowed us and basically forced us to get into, which has been a blessing in disguise, is our mentorship side of things. So what we've recently launched, just over a month ago, we've been finishing up our beta testing, is our live digital workshops. They are not webinars. They are live, interactive, facilitator-led workshops where we tackle a specific subject. Like today, we're getting into entrepreneurship 2.0. Next week, we are on to readiness. The week after that, success habits, etc. And we invite people to come and join us at the live digital workshops where we'll go through a certain amount of content between 45 minutes to an hour. And then we open up the floor for discussion. Not really even Q&A. It is time to let the youth speak. because that's all they want to do is to be heard and to have their questions answered. And the feedback and the stats and the numbers and the results that we've had from them so far, touch wood, have been phenomenal. I'm really, really, really happy with what we're doing in the mentorship space. So yeah, so then we're working it around in every angle that we can. I think that's vitally important. So at a time like this, it is overwhelming. And I think the youth... I mean, as adults, we go through all different experiences and we, we're supposed to be able to handle stress. Like that's, as an adult, that, that's part of your day-to-day grind. There's going to be some sort of stress. And this COVID-19 pandemic and the subsequent lockdown has obviously put a lot of stress on us as adults, but we might have yeah. the coping mechanisms to get through it. I think more than anything, and why I say it's vital, is because maybe the youth don't have those skills yet. Maybe they're not able to handle this incredible amount of change that is currently going on in their, um, just in their existence, in their day-to-day lives. So mentorship and being able to assist them through this time does become an important factor. Am I correct in saying that? I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, one of the most important things is just being able to listen to these youngsters. You know, I mean, they've got platforms. They've got the Facebook and the Twitter and the Instagram. And they've got all the social media platforms. That, but no one's really actually taking into understanding their voices and their views. You know, I mean, half of these guys have been on holiday for the last five months, which sounds amazing. But if you're not allowed to leave the house or to do anything, 
that is not really that amazing whatsoever. If you're sitting there going as a student uh, to university and possibly working as a waiter at night, you know, that's no longer happening at the moment. There is no side hustle. So these guys are looking for any kind of opportunity and throwing their hands up in the air going, show me, teach me, you know, what can I do? What, what can I do to make a little side hustle on the side? Again, in the past, you might say, oh, do some uh, photography or go outside and offer to host an event, wash cars, babysit, work at a restaurant, whatever. All of those possibilities are now non-existent for the time being anyway. So these guys need a new regenerative force of energy to show them that, hey, listen, we've got your back. Hey, listen, we are willing to listen to you. Hey, listen, how can we help you? You know, and offering them opportunities. And that's exactly what we've kind of been developing here over the last couple of couple of months, where we've now developed this platform. We've got a um, affiliate marketing opportunity, what we call Learn and Earn. So What's these guys can go on and actually make money. This what is learn and earn? What is learn and earn? I want to know. I want to learn and earn. Tell me about learning and earning. Okay, so let me let me give you a little secret here. So a lot of people find, or statistics show, let's say, that anything that is free has no value. Okay, so let me say that again. Anything that is free has no value. Okay, so there needs to be a price or a value point put on anything that is out there in order to make it worthwhile, make it of value. So what a lot of these young people are realizing is there is tons of content on the internet but as soon as you put a price to a course they know that it's actually worth something yes. so we're not our, our courses are, are being sold online or our digital workshops are being sold but to all the young people that come through one of our workshops they're able to sell it to their friends with a certain promo code so it's an affiliate marketing they sell it with a promo code their friends then get a special discount because they've gone through the promo code and the student that sells it gets a commission. So now they're learning, they're earning, they're offering their friends opportunities and there's a nice little opportunity there for everyone involved. That's flipping amazing and clever and something that's needed right now. During it's working. It's, it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. <laughs> not everyone wants to get involved with it, you know what I mean? But uh, the ones that are, well, they're doing just great. <laughs> so during the lockdown, have you found more of a reception? Has there been more engagements? Are people looking out for this right now that they're coming to the platform? Yes. And no, at the same time, where we were sitting, as I said earlier on, with Youth Month, with University Roadshows, et cetera, we we're going to see between 10 and 40,000 young people face to face and then offer them this opportunity and we'll get a lot of people going through the online academy and uh, digital workshops, et cetera. We haven't had those opportunities, so we needed to go through social media pages and the databases that we have offering them this. The second hiccup there is obviously, you know, not a, long, a lot of young people have money for things like workshops and for education, and so they're having to ask their parents, etc., or their sponsors or their supporters. So there's always that little, uh, let's not call it a brick wall, but a speed bump. The third one, obviously, is the data. Data ah. and expensive in South Africa is expensive. So where these guys were sitting at their universities with free Wi-Fi beaming through them, that's now a little limited. So South Africa keeps having these little, as I say, speed bumps of, of problems. However, in saying that on the yes side of things, our young people are dedicated and they are committed. And the ones that are going through these workshops are finding themselves a free Wi-Fi, finding themselves a couple hundred bucks to invest in themselves, and they're getting on with it. And we're running our, I think, our sixth digital workshop today, and we have 10 or 20 kids in there that have been to all the other five because they're doing what they can to invest in their souls. And I couldn't be prouder.
Yeah, I've interviewed quite a lot of people over this time that have had to rethink what they're doing and their careers and where they're going. And the reality is, is right now is a great time to learn. Right now is a great time to invest within yourself for a better future, for when things start to change, for when things start to open up. It's, it's all pretty important. And I think, I like to think that um, there's a lot of people that have a lot of time on their hands right now, especially students that aren't able to go to varsity or to learn or some of the institutions that are completely closed down. What sort of digital workshops can we look forward to? This is a podcast which tends to live forever. So um, do we have some, some interesting stuff that's coming up in August? Yes, absolutely. The more requests we get, the more we're scheduling them in. So Entrepreneurship 2.0 seems to be the, the big one at the moment. We're talking about uh, the lean methodology of startups, uh, ideation, how to talk to customers, building a model canvas, building a great MVP, et cetera, et cetera. We've got a couple of workshops on work readiness, everything from having a digital presence to your attitude to landing the job, office ethics and tactics and things. We've got a, a one that's doing very well at the moment called Success Habits, which is think right and think left, breaking the mold, never giving up, but always giving up, teach, give and get. We've got one on public speaking. We've got one on show me the money, which is our financial literacy. We've got a couple on uh, the new normal and thriving in 2020 that don't really have content. Each of those are more of a conversation point because this whole new normal thing, like, I mean, it's still busy being developed. Like, we don't actually know what it is yet. Uh, It's it's a verb. It's not yet a noun, you know. So this whole new normal thing, it's it's frustrating some people. But at the same time, it's still being formulated. Um, And then we've got things like e-commerce and being remarkable and superhuman skills. So, again, we're not talking about extra science, maths, and English. We're talking about things that are actually going to get you through this kind of time. And it's all about your belief system. It's all about your attitude. Like you just said earlier on, you know, a lot of people you think have a lot of time at the moment and a lot of them are sitting there waiting this out. They think they're going to sit here and wait it out and the world's going to turn to normal and they're going to get on with their lives, but they're not. It's going to be different. So why would you spend this time not trying to better yourself in some way, shape or form? Be it spiritually, physically, mentally or financially, use this time constructively to improve yourself. Dean, I, f- I find that you're in a really good space. And I'm going to say you're in a really good space today because I know that this Corona coaster can lead to very different emotions on every other day. I have to bring it up and I have to ask you, how have you kept so positive during the lockdown? Obviously, you're a very active guy. I, 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 I'm going to say that you're a surfer. I could be completely wrong, but I have seen some stuff on Facebook. And also, as far as I remember... I think the 1st of May was meant to be your wedding day. Oh. <laughs> am, I right? am I right? Okay. Am I, am I getting... You're dead right. <laughs> so, I mean, today, you sound like you're in a really, really positive space. But due to COVID-19 and the, the pandemic and the lockdown, you've obviously... We've spoken a little bit about business. So the business has taken a knock-in. Things have changed. You're not getting as much influx as you would have if there was no pandemic. There's also this fear of losing loved ones or getting sick. On top of that, you for a very long time, you were stuck in your house. So you were doing TikToks instead of surfing. And um, your wedding got postponed. So talk to me a little bit about the space that we're in and how you've found positivity through this. 
Okay. Um, on the positivity side of things, thank you for that. I am quite revved up. I have had three coffees already, so I'm like <laughs> ready to go and build a house if I had to. But at the same time, if I'm not mistaken, I was actually crying this time yesterday. So this Corona coaster is a real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't really crying, but um, yeah, exactly that. We have our good days. We have our bad days. We have our days when you're sitting there just rubbing your your head in your hands just going really i've got to do this again you know keep knocking on doors or whatever it is or the, the self-isolation so no it's it's not all positivity and i think that's one thing i'd like to get off the, the card straight away there's got to be a certain amount of balance and you are completely in your own right to feel a little bit negative and feel a little bit despondent and feel down from time to time no one is feeling like this energetic fantastic or let's just better ourselves better the world and better my financial um, account continuously we do have our down days and i know as you started off this recording as well i've seen some of your stuff you know on the, the good things guy and you've been kind of taken apart every now and again for not being the good things guy even though mm. you're the great things guy but you've been the well balanced things guy and you've been the real things guy you know yeah. i think a very important part you know i've seen one or two people going oh brent that's not very good things guy <laughs> real the real things guy yeah. so i think we're all human at the end of the day i think that's that's certainly an understanding there on the keeping fit and keeping healthy, yes, I'm 100% surfer. have been surfing since I was five, multiple competition winner, host, Guinness World Record holder, competitor, commentator, and, and everything in between. Surfing is life. So Cape Town is home for the time being. And I think getting outside and keeping fit and getting your muscles warmed up and getting that dopamine pumped into your brain every day is vitally important for your own sanity, let alone your physicality. I think you really got to keep that exercise and keep that blood flowing and that fresh air coming in. And then third, last but not least, yes, we had to postpone a wedding and we've already done it twice because we we're actually planning again for the middle of July. Oh that God, I didn't know, I didn't know that. This, I'm so sorry, yeah. like a sore subject. I didn't know that. I thought it was just the one postponement. No, we've postponed it twice so far. So now we've um, extended it to middle of November. And it's, it's been a nightmare, right? Like, it's been a nightmare. And I feel so bad for this entire industry, like the wedding industry, the venues, the florists, the caterers, the entertainment, the this and the that. I mean, you look at the restaurant industry, this is another industry that people come to South Africa from all over the world to get married. And yeah. we have a phenomenal amount of wedding venues and receptions and all kinds of things like that. And we cater for it. Amazing. But it's an industry that's taken a knock as hard as the wine and the restaurant industry has. Needless to say, a bride and all the wonderful brides out there, like they say, try and don't mess with a bride while she's planning a wedding. Don't mess with a COVID-19 bride <laughs> <laughs> because she's had to plan a wedding more than once. My, my fiance keeps saying, hold my, bo hold my bouquet. <laughs> <laughs> so I, must, I must tell you, you speak about the like sort of tourism wedding industry. My sister lives in New Zealand. And she's worked all over the world and she's got friends from all over the world. And last year, um, she got married at a wine farm in Franschhoek. It was a, I think it was about a 150 person wedding. And the guests were, no one was from Cape Town. So whether they were from all over the world or from Johannesburg, because that's where my sister grew up here in Joburg with me. But everybody had flown in to Cape Town. And because of that, the wedding was a week long. We were all on wine farms every single day. We were sort of 
touring and going to the beach. And at one stage, my sister had a house for three nights in Komiki, where everybody had sort of made their way to, to go jaw out that side. And the tourism industry is something I've never thought of. And only during this discussion right now did it sort of become top of mind again that the wedding industry for tourism is huge. And with that, wine farms are just as big. And both those sectors right now are taking such a huge knocking. My heart really does go out to all the South Africans suffering that are not able to work during these regulations. Yeah, it it really is really. It's soul-destroying at the same time. We're sitting there and we've we've got our contractors coming to us going, hey, listen, if you want to postpone, that's fine. Please, can we keep the deposit for this? And may we do that? And can we try and do this? Now, my fiance used to work on the super yachts for seven years. So a lot of her, actually three out of her four bridesmaids are overseas. Mm -hmm. My mom's overseas. One of my best men are overseas. And I mean, we're sitting there going, Taylor's sister, my mother, who t- her two bridesmaids and my one groomsman all can't be there just because of the international lockdown. Yeah. So now we're having a wedding without my mom. I've never in my wildest dreams thought there was something that would happen as an only child. So it's, it's just, it's really, really annoying, you know, and seeing these, these poor guys, these caterers and florists and photographers saying, please let us keep your deposit and we'll make it available to you anytime. Just let us know when it's available, when you want to say the I do's. So yes, it really is another industry that's been hit extremely hard. Um, and like you were saying earlier on, a lot of us are able to adapt. A lot of us aren't. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, hearts just go out to anyone and everyone that is being you know, severely impacted by this lockdown. Well, I love that. And I love that um, you are a action person. And during this time, you've reconfigured kind of what you do, even though you were digitally already, you've now really um, started focusing on what is being called the new normal and trying to help the youth of South Africa through this. So I just want to thank you for that. If people want to know more about the Pride Factor Academy, where can they go to get more information? Pridefactoracademy.com. Simple as that. It's that easy. It's that simple. Dean, it's it's great. that easy. We, we don't try and complicate things, friend. No. Life's complicated enough. Let's just make it easy. <laughs> <laughs> so Pride Factor, you go check it out there, guys. And it's also available on all the different social media platforms where you can find all the information. I just want to thank you for joining the show today. And I wish you only good things. And please... When our new normal kicks in and we're able to, to travel again and see each other, I'm going to come down to Cape Town and have a coffee or a beer with you, hopefully a beer or a glass of wine. I don't really mind. Come sit with me at one of the wine farms. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go and sit at one of the wine farms and take it all in. It's just going to be amazing. I can't wait for it. And uh, to all our listeners, that's another episode of the Good Things Jackpot. If you want to catch any of the other episodes, like I said, this is not the first time we've interviewed Dean. So you can go and check out all the other podcasts, some interesting topics, some things with lockdown, some things that have nothing to do with lockdown if you want to get away from that as well. But always, only good things. And it's what I'm wishing you guys today. Only good things. I'm Brendan DeCue, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy, and you've been listening to Good Things Guy, a Jackpot podcast. For more episodes or to subscribe, rate, or review my podcast, go to iTunes, Iona FM, or Google Podcasts. Be kinder than necessary to yourself and each other. Thanks, and only good things.